what are we doing here, huh? We got a bunch of future folk. Do we? Future folk? <laughs> future folk, you say? <laughs> well, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I would like to uh, welcome future folk in and and, and let them um, introduce themselves. Beans is, uh, I'm not good with names, and uh, future folk is as good as I'm going to get. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, I'm Nils. I play General Trius in the movie The History of Future Folk. And I'm Jeremy, the uh, uh, director, co-director, and producer of the movie. And I'm John. I'm the writer and uh, co-director. Ah, well, there we go. Everybody's here. First of all, I have to say that uh, I am totally a fan of your movie. And uh, it's not only that, I'm a total fan of the vibe. I, 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 like, the, I, I like the whole... The fact that you guys are are, are coming from a, a different place, uh, it amuses me greatly. Um, I, I mentioned this earlier, uh, is that, you know, you, you guys all strongly seem to be coming from the uh, Dr. Demento uh, school of, uh, of uh, music and, and chattering, and uh, I, I severely love it. Severely. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, also, I I have spent the day um, listening to future folk uh, songs, and they're, they're so they're so great. I I am I, I am totally up on Hondo, you know. Hondo, Hondo, Hondo. I I and and the worms. I yeah. I I think you, you you know what when I when I heard the song of the worms, I put my head like this. Oh, those. Poor, poor guys. <laughs> they're, they're missing their they're missing their worms, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, so uh, tell me where where did, and 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 I'm not going to use the stupid uh, inspiration thing. Um, yeah. Uh, what, I, what, what I'd like oh. to know is what we got another know? one. Oh my god! <laughs> alien in the room. Oh, boys. <laughs> what size was the pan that hit you guys in the head that created this? <laughs> About a quarter of an ounce. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait. Hondo. <laughs> well, no, the, um, so the interesting thing about Future Folk is that this was not meant to be a, a long-term project. Originally... Uh, this was an idea that was born for one show and we, we made just enough material to, to do like a, you know, a 20 minute set in a comedy show. I think we had two songs and then the rest was just improv. And so we made these costumes out of buckets and, you know, like sweatsuits. It was very low rent and people just really reacted well to it. And we had a lot of fun uh in that world and inhabiting those characters and it just kind of seemed like there was uh something was working and so that led to a second show which led to a third and so on and so forth and now jay and i were just texting yesterday uh it's been uh 17 years since we played that show but certainly if someone had, had told any of us, I think at that point that this was going to be something that we were talking about on a podcast in 17 years, not one, we'd <laughs> 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> that doesn't even exist. We, we would have asked yeah. which pan they got hit with in the head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, it, uh, it, yeah. it's great. You you have to know how rare it is that, uh, that I accidentally pull up a movie and, and just start the watching time. it. And, and, and yeah, and I'm watching it with my wife and going, my God, where's my fucking phone? <laughs> <laughs> I have to see if I can find these motherfuckers. <laughs> this is one of the. And here we are. Where Mick watches a movie and he calls me. It's at a really strange time, and he's like, "Have you seen this? Have you I'm seen like, this? No. How do how do we get a hold of these guys? How do I get a hold? Frantic googling. Frantic. Just- <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is you take you take a. Uh, uh, a quarter, and you throw it into a lake, and you make a wish. That's yeah. well. Wait, and wait. You got your message. Hey, and boom, spaceship. I'm from the I'm from the 80s, and that's how we used to do it. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> don't mock the quarter, man. I, I wasn't mocking. It worked. We're we're all here. Yeah, yeah you're all here. Almost today, but uh, but it didn't <laughs> No, they only I, used the dime for me. That's I, why I was a little late. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. I, I I love the uh, I love the bucket idea. I, uh, <laughs> I I because on our planet we don't have buckets. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you notice, all the planet all the buckets from our planet has tape around the edges, and all the buckets right. from their planets don't. Right. So, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. True. So. Uh, there's a math quality of uh, bucket drop off there. It's it's. <laughs> Can I ask stupid questions? Like how how long? Uh, how many times have you guys uh, been on stage uh, as as Future Folk? Oh my! I, I I no idea. Impossible. No idea. Uh, you know, I would say fifty, something like that. What? Yeah, no way. More than that, don't you think? Over all these years. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, the tour and everything after the movie. Yeah, the, the tour was what 12 alone. Yeah, yep, we did a US tour with 12, 12 different cities, and that was a trip. Uh, <laughs> just because we'd never really played out of New York more than once or twice, and we would roll into these places like St. Louis, which I had never even stepped foot in. We would drive up to the venue, and there'd be a line around the show of everybody dressed up like like the buckets and here's the here's the embarrassing thing their costumes are way better than ours (laughs) 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 17 years ago it was a good joke you spent you actually spent some good time on your costumes we kind of threw ours together originally it's been a fun and, and long road. I mean, a lot of us go back 20, 25 years as just friendship from, from school in New York. And uh, John and I, you know, knew these guys first as friends, but also as fans of, of the act. And then over the years, it would kind of, you know, have its fits and starts and there would be a show and then a couple months and another show. And then even when we made the movie, which is going on 10 years ago, uh, you know, that was six or seven years into, into these various, you know, pub gigs that they would play around the city. Right. And it, it kind of born out of this idea of like, let's just go do something, you know, let's gather all of our friends. And it was just like this spirit of, of creativity. We, we had, you know, right. virtually zero dollars to go do this thing, shot it in our house, called all our friends and, and kind of, you know, scotch taped a movie together, basically. <laughs> well, and, and, and when things, when things got better, did you guys all upgrade your buckets? Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, the upgrade <laughs> for the buckets happened with the movie. 
And now those movie buckets need some upgrading again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've been using them to play gigs. The, the spacesuits uh, are starting to get a little worn. They they were, yeah, they, they they were very nice and fancy and made by proper costume designers and the whole thing. But we we really uh, we really put them to the test. By worn, do you mean tight? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's touring that does that. I hear tight and, and also a little smelly. Uh, yeah. Ooh. The real question is, how are the boots? Are the boots alive? Uh, the boots are alive, but they're definitely in the saddest shape of any. Uh, by the end of the, by the end of the shoot, it was duct tape, just oh, barely sure. holding them together. That's still the only thing holding them together at this point. Is yeah. I, I I still I also want to ask, and I know that this is horrible, uh, but but we prefer aside, horrible. Go for it. Aside from this, aside from that, uh, the um, the you what are your covers? I mean, what do you do other than you know uh, uh, play with a bucket on your heads? <laughs> Like you mean cover songs that we've played? I, no, 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 no. Actual, actual in life identity as a human. What are you seeing? Yes, yes. What are you? Oh, are you oh, oh, implying that there's covers, no way anybody could have got a living in this uh, in this fashion? <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sure that. I'm not sure that we're all ready for a purely bucket economy here. Well, <laughs> a lot of money in the space alien game. Lot of money. I'm not the royalties from the album. Show me the coin. Show me the coin. <laughs> Jay, you go first. Um, I'm an actor in, in in real life, in regular life. That's I've I've done um, a little bit of everything. I've done Broadway shows as an actor, and a bunch of TV and commercial work, and voiceover, all sorts of crap. Uh, now and uh, yeah, I'm in the entertainment biz for many years now. Actors, am I right? You know, you know the way. Yeah. I, I, I've been a production designer and an effects designer my whole life. And, and it, it, you know what my definition of an actor is? Uh-oh. It's a that thing that keeps moving my, that thing that keeps moving in the way of everything that I did. <laughs> <laughs> they keep mucking up all the beautiful work. You've keep, done. Oh, yeah. God just damn it. Away. This, that beautiful set in his head is just right there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you should try working with bucket heads. It takes up yeah, like the whole right. exactly. screen. There basically is no production design. I mean, it's just but yeah, but, well, yeah, but you know what? It's it at least at least that's right there. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I I'm not 100 percent sure if I've ever done anything as iconic as a bucket. I don't know if that's true. Friend. You've got quite quite a resume. Yeah. <laughs> things that are pretty cool. Come on. Well, yeah, back back in the old days, you know, back in back in yeah. back in the days where we really had to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That's great. Is because you guys did it too. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I really have to appreciate people who actually actually can get through a film and actually you did 90, 95, 99 percent of it. You know, mm-hmm. was, was actually there and kind of. You kind of rode around doing too many opticals, I noticed, you know. <laughs> that was, oh, yeah. that was the great, great gift that John Mitchell gave us, which was uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of off-screen action. All of space yeah. is off-screen in this film. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's what it should be. <laughs> well, and, 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 you know, to extrapolate. We, we also had a uh, time track. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, really? 
so, the so original, you, yeah, the original so, story. So it, have it, you been it, back? It was, if you've been back, if you've been back to the eighties, did you see my keys anywhere? Uh, yeah, I got yeah, them back they're here. Your, uh, they're in your Pontiac. <laughs> they're in the, under yeah. the under the uh, sun visor of your of your Pontiac Sierra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no, but I want to extrapolate on that a little bit because okay. I think that sort of there's two uh, sort of lightning in a bottle things that are happening at the same time here. One is the weird just stuff about future folk that like we just found this thing that that worked. It shouldn't work on paper and worked and people liked it. But then there's right. also uh, John and Jeremy who were able to sort of capture this um, sort of wild and capricious thing that we didn't have a roadmap for and yeah. were able to um, shape it, to shape it and, and to make it a thing that everybody likes and i think that maybe our stage show was a little was a little sillier and it was a little more um a little more tongue-in-cheek and, and what they were able to do was to keep all the good parts of the stuff that was in our act but also bring in a lot of those real emotional and um relationships and uh the the, the, the you know like the the other side of that whole story which is i think why that movie has done so well is because people can really relate to it on a human level. That's right. less what we were concerned about in our stage show. We just wanted to make people <laughs> laugh. So the, so the fact that these two were able to craft, you know, to, to, to shape our story into a way that was uh, appealing to so many people is kind of a miracle in and in yeah. of itself. And so well, they infused know, it with a lot of there heart. Is some, Right. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I have to tell you, one of the things that you did absolutely right and that um, it was the songs, uh, mm. especially the first couple of songs that we come into are so clear. Mm. <laughs> they, the, the thing that's great about them is that they were clear and totally accessible and right there. Mm. And they were telling you a story that uh that that it, it was like one of the great uh, uh theme you, you know like the it was uh like the theme song in a musical um which yeah. i i hate musicals i mean i hate <laughs> musicals but the thing is is what a musical does is it takes that their first song in a musical is the explainer right Mm -hmm. right. and, and 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 I mean this is this is actually a formula that goes way back. You know, the the first song is 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 the one that uh, that it explains where you're at in, and the way that it is written, it is always the one that you're going to remember because it's the one that's super. I, I want to say simple in a way, but but you you picked it perfect. Yeah. It, the sandworm. I think I can't tell if the sandworm was the second or the first, but space worms was first one was impossible dream. And that's right. Impossible dream. Right. You're sort of missing yeah. all the weird little details of Hondo, like the magic sponges and the sulfur. Pits, it, pits it, of doom. Exactly. The magic sponges. It, and, and the thing is, is that it was clear. It was absolutely clear. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah. Oh, Oh, it was the whole backstory was right there. It was so well done that way. You know, I, I really, I, I really appreciated that because I, I, I uh, yeah, I appreciate it. 
Jay's, Jay, his internet's fine. He just froze in real life. <laughs> the, uh, you know, that was one. The, the Impossible Dream and Space Worms were both songs that were in our repertoire before the movie. And we just kind of all worked together to, to mm -hmm. think about what, which ones of our, which of our, you know, existing songs worked best for the movie. A lot of them didn't make it into the, into the movie, but are on the album and so on. But we also then, looked at the story and said, okay, where are sort of the emotional beats that don't have musical moments? Right. Uh, and and that was the, the, those were the other two songs that were featured, the sort of the pump, the pump up, we can do anything. I, I always kind of thought of it when I was writing it as the, the eye of the tiger. Uh, right. <laughs> um, with the uh, universe within, you know, it's like the, the training montage song. Because really what the world needs is eye of the tiger with a banjo. <laughs> You're welcome, right, right, come on. Gotta, right? I'm, I'm with you. I'm simpatico. Uh, and then, of course, the love interest payoff song, which was Over the Moon, which, which right. uh, I also wrote for the movie. But, but a lot of those things were already there. And John and Jeremy were just really clever at sort of knowing where to deploy those things that were sort of already in our mythology as a way to support this larger story. The, the other thing that was kind of interesting about it was that there was, <laughs> there was a huge amount of niceness shown, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, when you, when your enemy is there, right. Uh, <laughs> and you're, and you're, uh, very, very soon you en invite your enemy to come on up <laughs> <laughs> and that and, and you're trying to save him from himself and save your planet all at the same time and uh yeah. because yeah i mean you know what would have been a great scientific trope is if you just had gone out and shot him uh i was gonna say what wouldn't what wouldn't be more more to 2020 than that <laughs> we, we would have at this yeah, at this point, we would have gone, oh, yeah, well, that figures. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, the message, I think, is that music, uh, you know, music trumps hate. Yeah, there oh. you go. Be careful using that word. Yeah. <laughs> so, music is very uh, controversial. I, I, I also appreciated that that there was, uh, and, and, you know, this is from, a guy who's a music nerd uh, that uh, no drums, even on the album, uh, but, needs them. but the great thing about it, and I don't, I, I don't hundred percent know if you're even aware of it, but when you were using the guitar, a lot of times the guitar was on a backbeat. And mm -hmm. so, so there was a drum kit happening within the realm of the, all the different, uh, the music, the two or three musical instruments there were actually creating a drum kit. And it was really cool. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's an old trope from, um, you know, from bluegrass bluegrass does that without a drummer. They, they all get together and they, they have each instrument is carrying a different part of the drums as well as what they're doing. So yeah, the mandolin it, is the snare and the it, bass is the, bass. exactly, exactly. Every, everything is working on a slightly different beat and, and it works so well in your music. Cool. And I will just, you know, I mean, not to get technical, but there is technically, technically there is a drum in our band. Uh, in, uh, on the banjo, right? Look at the, if they look at the, the banjo. Well, yeah. Here. Yeah. It's a technicality. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> But the thing is, is a drum kit needs the offbeat. 
And usually the offbeat, like in 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 bluegrass, which doesn't have a drum, then the uh, the, then the the is the mandolin. You know, that's the mm-hmm. uh, you know. So so that's that's why everything is always covered and always full. And and you guys were doing that all the way across. I mean, it just I I I really see. I not only like the movie. But what about the music? But I like the yeah. music, and I'm and I'm not usually a fan of um of movie music, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. So. Speaking of the movie, how did that get made? Yeah, what was, I mean, this what was, was your budget? Oh man, that's our favorite question. It was, it was, it was all in, you know. It was, it was mostly blood, sweat, and tears. But but I think all in, we, we were able to scrape together about 150 grand to to do it. And, you know, that allowed us to, you know, make real buckets and, you know, ran out of bar to shoot in. Uh, yeah, those were real buckets. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, we, we, we didn't have nothing, but it was, you know, barely a shooting day on, on a normal movie. And, uh, but yeah, we scraped that uh, together and, and called in every favor. Like I said, shot in our, our house, shot in our friends' houses. Um, we had, we had cobbled together, uh, you know, a bunch of goodwill from, from New York friends and, and fans of the band. And, um, I think we were able to shoot, you know, 20 some odd days with that, you know, a lot of people didn't get paid, but, but yeah. yeah. And, and where were you shooting? Testament to Jeremy as a producer who was able to make this happen. I mean, yeah. you, know, you were saying before about the fact that like, yeah, you guys actually did it. Um, that was Here a good day. We were just told what to do. That was um, um, they're the ones who did it, and then we got That's to go to the great. premiere. There you <laughs> the go. Part, hey. I definitely basically just showed up and acted like an ass, and, the, and that's the, that's all there I really did. <laughs> what uh, what area are you, were, were you guys filming in? Uh, almost exclusively in Brooklyn. I think we, there was a little bit that we did um, in Queens when he, when General Trias first arrives at, at Costco, and we we went out to a farm in Connecticut to do this kind of wood scene. But right. yeah, pretty much just in our neighborhood in Brooklyn. The, the high line for that chase sequence is our, it's probably it was our only Manhattan time. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? I drove by there today. I drove by the Artichoke Pizza up Eleventh, uh, <laughs> and I was like looking up at the High Line and and just how different it looks now. I mean, like it just made me feel I don't know. Put things in perspective that there's now like seven new skyscrapers in the shot yeah you future folk that's completely barren wow yeah yeah you, you, you got a lot of uh, ghost of me with my laser rifle up there looking down at you <laughs> but i didn't say that yeah there was a ghost. <laughs> how, of, how, uh, yeah. how many when you guys uh did this this the scene with everybody wearing buckets when you open the door right <laughs> and everybody has buckets on was was that just you know were there a lot of fans there that that were wearing bucket hats? It was a, co- a combination, yeah. Or I mean, did you? It, it, it was a little bit of both, you know. So we had, um, you know, friends, and and a lot of the the initial fans were our, our group of friends. This kind of originated in sort of a homegrown homegrown way. So we we were able to populate a lot of the featured extras with you know the sort of diehards they, they kind of each have a little shot in the movie and that was sort of in, just a little inside moment for us and then we kind of filled them out with with uh you know non-union extras <laughs> and but, but by the end they were all fans <laughs> i'll say that much 
Every extra is actually a non-union extra. <laughs> we 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 used to laugh about that back in my day. That 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 before Seg, before Screen Extras Guild got going, that yeah. that was that was the height of idiocy to everybody. Was like, really, the extras are getting a guild together? You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Union, yeah, you, you know, well, well the. the I remember one time I was doing special effects on a show and the uh, extras, they, they had gotten me a couple of um, uh, those big storage units, you know, the metal ones that go from place to place. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Like that. You know, and I'm working, I'm working out of two of them um, doing this, uh, just the effects on the, on this little show for a friend of mine. And they parked the extras right next to me so that when I opened my window there, there, there were like, uh, three girl, three women that taught And, and, you know, the extras, they sit there all day long. Right. <laughs> I mean, all day long. And, and when, <laughs> When I had to go to set, they had to go to set, right? So I come back out and work, and there was a discussion about shoes going on amongst <laughs> four women. That I, I swear to God, that conversation followed me all day long, and then I would go to set, and then they would go to set. For some reason, even when they were on set, and I'm not kidding, at about 3, three in the afternoon, I walked around the trailer, and I just – fucking lost it it's like god damn it i i just i just have to ask how the fuck can you talk for eight fucking hours solid about your goddamn shoes i mean it is just enough to drive a man insane what was their answer <laughs> well how did they, did they, they, the they, 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 they actually uh they actually accused me of drinking and well i i i brought up the obvious i said if i had been drinking do you think i'd be thinking about your fucking shoes listen uh reference the previous episode of rabbit hole where mick accidentally got microdose last time he drank Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that was a dead concert accidentally sure sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> hey listen you know what it's the the whole idea of being microdosed is so antithetical to everything that i stand for you know if you're gonna <laughs> fucking take acid god damn it the walls better be fucking moving i'm just saying you might as well just go for it yeah, yeah. Well, really, right? I mean, only, hey, only the 2000s could come up with microdosing, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Micro center. Yeah. Microdosing. Micro, yeah. micro computers. Micro, fuck you. I mean, you know what? It, it, <laughs> listen, it, if, if I didn't see trailers, it just didn't count. That was called bad shit. I was gonna say, do you know during Woodstock, you know, when that guy was up there going, whatever you do, don't eat the brown acid? You know what? You know what? Everybody in everybody out there was going, You guys gotta eat that brown acid. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be the that's gotta be the good shit, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway. Uh, 
not, 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 don't take dr- kid. Don't buy don't do drugs. I'm don't buy. No, yeah. don't buy drugs. Kitties from people you don't know. Yeah, get a recording contract. Studios will give them to you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. A little bit of a, uh, a diversion there. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you, why do you think they called? Why do you think we called this rabbit hole? <laughs> <laughs> Diving deep. Uh, and that was the anti-drug PSA from Fat Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so it was better when his hair was longer. I promise. You want me to do my hair, goddammit? <laughs> so, uh, so uh, let's see. I think that we've covered that. I love all of you guys' shit. I love your albums. What are you doing now? Uh, and are you thinking of continuing and making uh, a, another movie or, uh, you know, breaking this down into? And why have you not done an animated Hondo? And uh, all questions like that. How's the future look for you guys? It's a good question. Yeah. Uh, we have, well, first of all, let me sort of premise this by saying that everything that has happened to us has been a, a blessing. And it could be like lightning could strike me down right now. And I would say that was, that was all a win. That was good. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair, right. fair enough. Right. Uh, you know, we've uh, we tried to develop a animated children's show for future folk that never mm. made, it, made it, you know, never got picked up. Uh, but we've done a lot of uh, other kind of fun side pro- projects. We have a coloring book. Um, we're, you know, I'm, I'm still writing music. Jay and I haven't really played together in a while uh, because he recently get a, a baby and then there was COVID. So it's just sort of been like, it's been a while since we've been able to get together and play music like that. Right. I'm the sure. other thing I'll say is that future folk is like, every time you think future folk is dead, it rears its head again. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm loath to say, uh, make it, make any predictions. There's nothing sort of on the front burners for now. Uh, but every time I say that, then something comes up and there's another opportunity. Most recent thing we did was record an original song for a VR video game. Uh, and so sometimes things like that pop up and, and we'll, we'll jump on that opportunity. But, uh, right now there's not a, you know, there's not like a giant roadmap for the future, but as I said in the beginning, there was never a roadmap for this thing. And that seemed to serve us pretty well so far. Hey, you know what? Being, being, being lost is the best way to find something. I gotta tell you. Uh, it is worth noting that we have since started a production company called Hondo Entertainment, and we're um, about to start a first feature film, and we're up to a bunch of different stuff. Hondo! HondoEntertainment.com. Hondo! Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> selfless plug. So, yeah, selfless plug. Well, you know what? That's I invited I, I invited a selfless plug. I, uh, I, I'm, is there any merch out there, Hondo merch? Oh, oh so yeah. Much. How much merch do you want? <laughs> yeah. We got all the merch. Mask? We have um, <laughs> we have masks. We have Ooh. baby onesies. We have koozies. We have t-shirts. We have, as I mentioned, a coloring book. Buckets? Um, Buckets? It's uh, there's a how to make your own bucket instruction <laughs> guide. Ah. 
We need a COVID bucket that covers your nose. We have masks. Yeah. Branded future folk masks. There you go. wouldn't recommend wearing them. No, I'm just kidding. You guys have been vaccinated, right? Oh, you love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, I live in Tennessee, where which is, uh, it's really close. It, it it's, it's actually kind of part of Egypt because it's really close to denial. Uh, <laughs> it's it's absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely nobody here. But and and you know what? We're we're like. Like a lot of times, we're number one. We're number one, and and it, it doesn't affect anybody. They don't put masks on. They don't do anything. You know, it's like mm. uh, so. Uh, I, I would love a mask. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you a few. There yeah, you go. Called, we'll uh, send you a help too with a faceplate. Yeah, so we've partnered with a with a uh, clothing company called Flying Pork Apparel, like pigs. You know, like Flying Pork P O R K. Yeah, and yeah. They have so, a whole line of of. Uh, future folk clothes you can get sweatshirts and t-shirts and all that stuff and we have it goes it gets pretty granular there's literally shirts about you know some of our back catalog songs that maybe 15 people have heard so uh if <laughs> instead of some there's some deep cuts in there yeah <laughs> uh, is serious. well i i have to do i have to say this is that i'm setting all my grand my grandkids down and uh and we're, we're going to be singing. Uh, we're putting together a little group ourselves. Uh, yes. Doing little, little, little jazz. I, I have a granddaughter that's a jazz uh, uh, trumpet player. I have cool. one that's a jazz singer. And, um, and I play bass for them. And, and uh, we're, cool. we're going to go. So we're going to steal a couple of your songs. So just to let you Do know. It. Well, listen, you know, the, we, we, I'm happy to send you chords. We have, I, I have most of our, our, our stuff. One of my favorite things about this whole project, about the movie and, and, and the exposure that it's given us is seeing how other creative folks take this idea and run with it. And sometimes we get, I mean, we get a lot of people doing covers of our songs, which is just delights me to no end to see, you know, a stranger singing a song that we wrote. Oh, that's so great. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I mentioned about the, um, the the costumes the the creative energy that people bring to that stuff a lot of a lot of fan art there's just a lot of really interesting cool creative people out there and it's so fun to see that energy uh applied to this idea you know because it's like it just feels like just the, uh, the i don't know it's just like a like a chain reaction that we never meant to start and watching yeah. it play out with with all these talented folks is uh by the way, I don't want to get I don't want to get to the end of this without mentioning that I think that you're just a rocking uh, banjo player. <laughs> yes, it, is. It's a really specific. It's very specific. Uh, your own style is actually there. It, it, it's uh, very difficult to uh, build a style, and you have a style that is so cool. It's so built on a mel. It's so built on melody, uh, a certain mm -hmm. recognizable thing, and I really I really like it. So cool. I appreciate it. That's nice to hear. I, I didn't learn banjo through traditional means. I didn't learn it through sort of the bluegrass school. No, yeah, that was, and that's really obvious. I mean, it, it it's like, <laughs> there's, there's a part of the movie uh, where you sit and go through uh, probably about 40 songs, <laughs> the, <laughs> little, yeah. little segments of 40 songs. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, 
no blue. <laughs> you didn't start on bluegrass. I just yeah. you you started by sitting there and just picking stuff out, didn't you? Yeah, I was interested in the instrument. Right, a, right. Sort of an anomaly. I was a guitar player. Right. And so I was like, what the hell is going on with this thing? It's tuned. It's just like nothing makes sense about it. Um, I'm curious. I need to I need to crack this. And See, because there's this there, because I I learned I learned uh banjo uh, uh bluegrass banjo like 40 years ago. And the thing is is that they teach you roll, roll, roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so everything that you do is, is is based on on how it operates within four notes, right? You know, that's that 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 roll stuff, and so that specific picking of a melody never happens with bluegrass players. You know, it, it's mm -hmm. never it's never just picking through a melody, and the fact that you did that in so many different ways, and I was like, wow, that's that's just a new way. That's a different way to play banjo. I, I liked it a lot. It really did. Thanks. I appreciate that. So, uh, everybody, where can they find you on social media? Yeah. So we have a uh, Facebook page, which is, uh, I think Earthlings call it Facebook. And that's, uh, <laughs> you can find us, find us there. I think it's, uh, let me, let me see if, I think it's backslash future uh, underscore folk. Let me just, no, it's future facebook.com slash future folk music uh you can find us on twitter which in, in our handle is at future underscore folk i was actually thinking about uh since the movie is back on netflix now i've actually been uh sort of flirting with the idea of doing an instagram uh thing but i don't know if that's just fighting a, a multi-front war uh but that's so those, that's where you can find us our website uh, futurefolk.com and from there you can find all these other things i mentioned including our merch Awesome. It's great. Uh, our, our, our director writers down there, uh, anything else coming up from you? You've been strangely silent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, John and I have been working together for, for a long time. You know, this, we had made, um, a couple of shorts. So this was a, a first feature for us and, uh, we are close hopefully this year to, to getting to make another feature again. So I can't talk about it yet, but you know, what happens after you make your movie is you expect Mr. Hollywood to get, call and say, what's next kid. And, Still, still waiting by the phone for that one, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we can, we can get something going. It's a, it's a fun horror movie uh, later this year. That's great. Excellent. Okay, like guys. <laughs> like I say, the, the, the only reason you're, you're on the show is, is that I just like picked it out and said, oh, God, you got to check these guys out. And so I say it one more time. God, you got to check these guys out. The, uh, the future What's the movie. Yeah. Future, yeah. The, his, the history. <laughs> what is it? The history of the world uh, or the history of future folk? The history of future folk. Go out. You're, it, you'll enjoy it. Um, you'll you'll soon get stuck. Suck in, sucked into the vortex of these people and uh and your life will be better for it uh, thanks man thanks, thanks guys all thanks right Hondo. okay Hondo. guys so that was another episode of the rabbit hole podcast this is your host with the motherfucking most tj bowser head on over to projectlouder.net your source for pop culture and so much more and of course we have a patreon at patreon.com slash project louder go support the show and see my exclusive interview with playmate sandy johnson so until next time bye, -bye.